Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Chopping it up coming up in about 18 to 20 minutes from now, 740. Just doing quick math, it's 18 minutes to be exact. Uh, that'll be Chopping It Up today on 105 through the fan. I'm RJ Chop. It's Bobby Belt. What's up? Saw dudes. I saw, dude. Tyron Smith did not practice, right? Nope, he did not. He was a DNP. Well, he and practiced it all this week. I so So we obviously know that their approach with him has been really unique ever since the Cardinals game that he missed. Um, where they are not practicing him on Wednesdays, and basically they're they're not practicing him most of the week, mm-hmm. um, and so it's it's something that you he may not practice, but that may not mean anything in terms of for his game status report. I uh, I'm of the belief right now that I like that their number one priority heading into the postseason is to make sure that he is healthy. They they can't. I know they can win. I shouldn't say they can win. I don't. I don't know they can beat San Francisco. The only chance they have to beat San Francisco is a healthy Tyron Smith. They cannot um, do it with him on with him being out. Pro- yeah, probably not. Like I mean, if San Francisco is able to win with their front four, and you're not able to slow that down at all, that would be a massive problem. I don't know that you can go on the road anywhere and 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 win. Now maybe Tampa for sure. I think you could be able to, even though they're playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I don't look. Do you, do you think they can go into Detroit and that field that that home field and and, and win a game without Tyron? I think it's gonna be tough. I think they can, uh, but I know they can't make it out of the NFC without Tyron. Like to me, my number one job right now between now and the start of the postseason is to get him healthy. If he's not close to one hundred percent, I just I'm not even gonna risk it. Yeah, I one hundred percent is relative. Like one hundred percent of what he could do, even with Tyron available, obviously. We've gotten to a point where we don't trust what we see on the road from this football team. And so I, I, I like Tyron could be available and I don't know that I would pick them to go on the road and beat Detroit. I don't know that I picked them to go on the road and beat, you know, whoever I, I would do. I'd, I'd pick them against Tampa and they'd be a favorite against Tampa. Yes, I would. I would think they would be a favorite against Tampa. I, I just I think that there's zero intimidation for this football team against Philadelphia. Like, I don't think right. they're intimidated by the Eagles at all. And so I I don't I, I don't know that I would I, I might pick Dallas in that one, especially with the way that Philly's played lately. Philly's just not been very good. The problem is Philly's always really good on details, and what Dallas always screws up is the details. But yeah, if you're without Tyron Smith, that makes things all the more difficult for a team that already struggles on the road when he's there. And we talk about how the road environment makes it more difficult for them to get into their cadence, for Dak to do his cadence, for the offensive line communication to be on point. And that was accentuated by the fact that Idoga had as many busts as he did. He had a lot. He had a lot. And, you know, maybe they did something, you know, uh, concept-wise to confuse him. I, I have no idea. He, you know, you it's – it's. I would think the left tackle would know that uh, Chubb's your guy. You would hope That's so. That's my guess. 
you would hope, and and it's it's not like this is a a mystery. Like I mean, we're talking no. about. There's been plenty of times where Tyron Smith has not practiced, and Chumay Dog has gotten in the first team work. The the communication thing should not be an issue. And what's what? But I mean, what's interesting about Tyron is that when he gets the rest, when he doesn't, was that a burp? It was. When he, I wasn't. I thought it was a hiccup no, no, at first. Okay. And I just, I can't. I've been there. Just, I do it at least six times a show. You guys don't even notice. So, uh, I mean, we notice. We just oh. we, we try not to say anything about oh. it. Um, He's not wrong, dude. This is something where that that shouldn't have been as much of an issue because, like, he's gotten the first team reps consistently throughout this. But the interesting thing is that when Tyron has missed the practice time, practice time is so crucial for guys to get ready and be ready for the game. Tyron is such a freak. I think we're seeing that the the benefit of what he gets out of practice is not as much of the benefit of just limiting the number of times he's on a field to potentially get hurt. It, it becomes like the Sean Lee thing. Or, or in the, back in the day, you remember they used to have Romo Wednesdays. Romo yeah. wouldn't practice on Wednesdays. There reaches a point where you believe so much in a veteran football player to mm-hmm. be able to step out there and just do his job regardless yep. of the practice load. And it becomes more valuable to just preserve their health than put them out there to potentially get hurt. So I absolutely understand the approach with Tyron. But, I mean, the question that I see some people suggesting is you just don't play him the rest of the year. You just let him sit let for him these sit. final two against let Detroit and Washington. Let him sit and then worry about the postseason. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This team, this team to me is way beyond regular season victories. It's all about the playoffs of this team. That's The, the organization has said that. They've, they've put that stamp on it. you got to get to X uh, round of the playoffs. or Formerly known as Twitter. Ah yes. Uh, in order to uh, in order to make it through with your job in in line, so th- it's all about the playoffs of this team. Whether that's the right thing to do or not, that's the reality. It's all about the postseason. So if I'm the Cowboys, I'm 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 taking Tyron and I am gonna uh, put him on the shelf, man. And what are you doing for Detroit though? 
Like, like, are you just resigning yourself to the fact of you're the five seed? Look, Philadelphia plays Arizona and the Giants. Yep, but they've been bad. They've been bad. They or or or, or marginally marginally good. <laughs> marginally, they've been average. They've been very very average. So that's not out of the realm of possibility. Uh, and then obviously beating Detroit would put you ahead of them, so you would get that game here if you were to play them. This team's got to get – it's very imperative for them to get home field. So it is a give and take. Tom Bliss, who is the manager of football ops uh, data science at the NFL, uh, like, like works for the league office, puts out different you know analytics and things like that. Um, Hopefully no relation to Dave. I don't think so. I don't. I don't believe he's a, a a Dave Bliss relative. But he had yesterday the most likely matchups with no regards to seeds in this season's wild card round and divisional round. There is a sixty one and a half percent probability that Dallas and Tampa play each other in the wild card round, and, and that is yeah. by far that's the only matchup that's over fifty percent. Yeah, and, and they'd be a fa- they'd be a road favorite. By the way, the second the most probable divisional round matchup is. Lions and Eagles at 26%. You know what's second, though? Dallas versus San Francisco. Scary. So right now, the the analytics are saying that the most likely matchups that Dallas is going to run into are Tampa, and if they win that game, going on the road to San Francisco. It makes sense because, you know, Chalk's going to hold, and and both Philadelphia and uh, the Lions will be favored at home in the first round of the playoffs. We had brought this up. A, a little bit uh, at the end of last week, and I can't remember if we touched on it yesterday or not, but the idea of when you look at the playoff seating right now, would you pick potentially, could you see yourself potentially picking all the road teams to win in the wild card round? You have, I wouldn't. You have Seattle on the road against Philly, who they just beat Philly, and they did it without Geno. You got the Rams who are playing much better, taking on the Lions, who the Lions have not had a bunch of super impressive victories. Lions, a lot of- Lions, the Lions are prone for a stinker. I don't buy the Rams. I don't think the Rams. I think people are telling you the Rams are good because they want the, they want the Rams to be good. But I thought you had McVay in your Coach of the Year rankings. Well, I mean, he's going to have to be by default. They're going to make the playoffs. I just I think it's interesting. They're that, so thin, man. There's they could do you a favor. I, I mean, if you were to get if you were to get that to happen, you get Dallas, the Rams, and the Seahawks as the wild card teams, and they pick off the higher seeds. Then you're looking at a San Francisco Seattle game and a Dallas Rams home game. Yeah, and and like I mean, I was at that Rams game here a couple of weeks ago. I just, I just wasn't impressed. I mean, they they've got, I don't know, they're they're okay. They're okay at best. I I think the Seattle. I think Seattle beats Detroit. They've put up forty eight and thirty eight in the last two times they played them. Yeah. Like, they've got some kind of hold over Detroit. I, I don't know about the Rams. I don't know if the Rams would do that. I think I think the matchup would be, you know, Philadelphia versus L.A. That would be, I mean, I, I think, obviously, Seattle, I think, is a very underrated team. I mean, they put it on they put it on the Cowboys for three and a half quarters. We got a text here from the uh, 443. The road narrative is way overblown. I don't know how you can say that at this point. I don't know how you can say that, man. Dude, like, they, w- what's overblown about it? What's what like what is overblown about the road narrative? Like is the idea that it's fluky? Because I mean this is clearly a different team at home versus on the road. They score a ton of points when they're at home, and they struggle to get things going when they're on the road. Like that's just the fact. And I mean I think when you go back to last year, chop, I believe the Cowboys are 
five and or, or six and nine. Nice in their last fifteen road games for a team that's potentially going to win yeah. three straight, have three straight seasons of twelve wins, and you're a six and nine road team over and, the course of basically a full season's worth of games. And you've lost what nine of eleven on grass. That that's not that's not a fluke. That's not overblown. You're just bad on the road. Like that's it, it is what it is. They have scored. 30 points or more in every game at home. They've scored fewer than 30 points in all but two games on the road. Wow. They're just a different football team there. Let's see. They had 40 against the Giants. What was the other one? 33 against the Panthers, which was, again, if you talk about the offense, remember, Deron Bland had a pick six against the Panthers, so the offense scored fewer than 30 against the Panthers on the road, and there there was a special team touchdown and a defensive touchdown against the Giants. So that was fewer than 30 as well. So the offense has not put up 30 points in a in a road game this year. Wow. And for a team that's been as explosive as they have at home, you look at their top games this year, 49 mm-hmm. against the Giants at home, 45 against the Commanders, 43 against the Rams, 41. Like, like over the last, I believe it's this season, they're averaging right around 40 a game at home. And it's it's over the last, like if you go back to the end of, middle of 2019, end of 2019, Dak averages pretty close to forty points at home over the course of four years. Oh, for years. sure, it's it's a, it's a, it's a fifty percent proposition. They've scored forty. They they've scored forty points or more in I believe it's fourteen of their last twenty seven home starts with Dak. It's crazy. And then they can't seem to put it together on the road. So I don't know how you can say that's overblown. Yeah, and it's not like you know the the quality of opponent on the road is. You know, over the course of four years, is going to add, a, you know, equal out to be about the same as the quality opponent at home. Yeah. I mean, ultimately. And so it's not something where, like I said, you can't be, what are they up to now? Uh, they've won 15 in a row at home. Sounds Dating right. back to last year. You can't be a 15 straight game, you know, that was, uh, that was, who was that? Was that uh, Tampa or was it? A, was it was Tampa. A, that was the Dak breaking his thumb at the end of the game. Yeah. They lost 19 to three. That was an awful performance. But if you go over, they win 15 games in a row at home. And then on the road over the last 15 games, they played their three games below 500. That's not that. That's not overblown at all. That's there's something different here. Yeah. And this year, you know, and they had a bad loss against Arizona. Uh, the the rest of the losses, you know, the Buffalo and Miami, those aren't bad losses. I wouldn't call those bad losses. Uh, those are good teams, but the Arizona loss you, you, that, that that's one of those that that's an NFL loss. That's that that's a you know it's a, they get paid two kind of game. Strange things happen when they're on the road in Arizona. That's what we've just boy do they ever do <laughs> they ever. All right, uh, coming up, uh, let's do this here on uh, a little around the NFL. The Cowboys regret trading Amari Cooper. Uh, they should, shouldn't they? No, I mean, look, I look. Amari so. Cooper had a, an absolutely fantastic game this past weekend for them, and one of the biggest benefits of having a guy like Amari Cooper is he is one of the most quarterback friendly receivers in the league. Like you remember the the old buzzword, Dak. No, this year the the splits are about the same. They're pretty close to the same. By the way, I found this interesting. He is in year nine now. He has zero seasons with double-digit touchdowns. I don't care about that. I know, but I, I find it bizarre. It is bizarre. There's not a, a year where... Like Julio like, Jones had one, had that for a while, right? He couldn't find the end zone? Yeah. And so, I, I mean, it's something that 
happens, but it's just, it, it's absolutely bizarre. But you look at this last game that Amari Cooper put up, uh, and it was on the road, RJ Choppy, 11 catches, 265 yards, two touchdowns. He now, on his own, holds the NFL record for the most games of 10 receptions, 200 yards, and at, at least one touchdown. Woo! It is, he has four games of, of that type of variety over his career. So that's more than the guys who are tied with three games, which are Tyreek Hill, uh, you've got Jerry Rice, Calvin Johnson, Isaac Bruce, Julio yeah. Jones. They all have three games. Hey, he's he's good. He, he's good. Now, now, you had said yesterday that they swapped out or they, 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 they bought Michael Gallup. Essentially, what it came down to was an idea of, do you want to re-sign Gallup or let him go and keep the Amari contract on the books, which is has turned into a very team-friendly deal uh, for them. For and Cleveland. Yeah, for, yeah, Cleveland's in a, a good spot with that contract. And Amari Cooper cut them a deal. Amari Cooper wanted to be a Cowboy. He never wanted to leave here. I don't think that he did not get – there throughout various points of his career, he has not gotten along with people on the coaching staff. He did not get along with Sanjay Law, their receiver's coach. Sanjay Law was ultimately let go – Amari wins that one out. He ultimately lost, I think, against McCarthy. I think he and McCarthy butted heads. And ultimately, that's something that McCarthy won out on in the building. And they they go ahead. They move on from Amari Cooper. They get a fifth-round pick in return, which was used on Matt Willetsko, who I know they were high on. They thought could be a, a regular starter in the NFL mm-hmm. one day at, at offensive tackle. But he's not been healthy. He's been hurt for two years now. And... When you look at the production you've gotten out of Gallup and the way that he's played, and then you look at Amari Cooper with just a carousel of quarterbacks, including Joe Flacco coming off of his couch, the last two seasons, Amari Cooper, 78 catches, 1,160 yards, nine touchdowns. This year, 72 catches, 1,250 yards, and five touchdowns. He's averaging 17 yards per reception. You could use that in this offense. You could absolutely, if you're telling me the offense is Cooks, Lamb, and Cooper, as opposed to Cooks, Lamb, and Gallup, I think you're getting a lot more out of this offense. So, yeah, I, I think well, yeah. They're, they're at a point where they absolutely have some regrets about it. At least, I don't think Mike McCarthy does. I think Mike McCarthy's trying to establish a certain culture, and he it, didn't feel like yeah. Amari Cooper fit. They still think he didn't like football? I think they, they think he didn't like football. I think they... Well, he, he, likes, he likes playing it for Cleveland. Despite what they say, I think they were bugged that he didn't get vaccinated. I think that upset them, especially when he missed a game because of it, because of COVID protocols. Um, and so if he had gotten vaccinated, would he have missed the same game? Um, I don't recall the specifics about, it. I just know that they felt like yeah. you wouldn't have got it or something. They, they were just, they, they've definitely felt like he wasn't putting the team first. Michael Irvin had said that, that he felt yeah. like you're not putting the team first if you do that. Um, but Amari Cooper is somebody who I think they absolutely miss on this football team. But I think that. I think guys in the locker room would probably say, man, we could really use him. He'd be a big boost for us. I I think people in the personnel department and the coaching staff are more likely to say, eh, we're trying to build a certain culture and he didn't fit it. Yeah. I mean, look, I I just think, I think it's, I don't believe they said, okay, we need, we're either going to sign Amari or Gallup. They, they CD replaced Amari. But CD didn't need a new contract. Gallup did. No, no, no. I, I, I know. But like, it's like they drafted CD to replace Amari Cooper. Um, replace somebody. They drafted CD to replace somebody. 
Yeah, like, like he was eventually going to be the number one. They were going to pay him. Right. And so, but that's the thing is that Coop's contract had become so affordable. There was no guaranteed money on the back end. Right. It was a relatively low figure. I'd have to look at the NFL receiver rankings in terms of contracts. But it's, he he's a bargain at this point. And what you've done is you you've decided to pay Michael Gallup, who's not breaking the bank by any means. It's mm-hmm. not like he's... Costing you like 13 million a year or something. Uh, yeah, I believe that's what it is. 12 and a half, 13, something like that. But when you go down the list, Amari Cooper is tied for 11th. He is one spot ahead of Brandon Cooks on the salary rankings. Yikes. Yikes. And what Big you're yikes. getting out of him is a one, a legitimate one. You and that's, that's what he's been throughout his career. So, yeah. yeah, I think they're absolutely – they should regret it. If they don't, it's it's strictly a culture thing. They should for one reason. They they, they still operate uh, as if a third wide receiver is a luxury. Um, yes. They still operate with that uh, that notion in mind. Yet they don't operate uh, with a second – with the right tackle as a luxury. They don't operate with a, with a right and left defensive end as a luxury. It, it's, it's wild that they, they will prioritize three corners but not three receivers. Exactly. There are three receivers now on every play in the NFL, you know, for the most part, unless you're in like a jumbo. There's three wide receivers. It's a starting position. It's no different than the right tackle. None. It's no different than the left defensive end. None. It's no different. Yet they operate like it is. It's just as it's more important than I would argue it's more important than even the number one wide receiver, the third wide receiver is, because you create the biggest mismatch on the field. Yeah, if you're a you know, when Antonio when you at when as long the, as you're willing to take advantage of it, as long as you're willing to throw the ball to Ceedee Lamb when he's in the slot against Kahoo. <laughs> but like when when Tampa rolled out Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown was the biggest mismatch on the field as the number three against the third corner. Yeah, if they were if they were playing like if you if they were going in that start, I mean it's a Mount Brown. Rushmore receiver, absolutely. And you know I, I don't think the Cowboys view it like that. At all. I just don't believe they do. And I think it's a mistake. So, yeah, I do think they regret the Amari trade. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 